know right now I'm uh, I'm cat sitting. You, you claim to be allergic to cats. Well, I'm cat sitting for a neighbor. I'm I'm willing to go over there and risk a little bit uh, of that. But uh, that's a dangerous game. This taking care of somebody else's pet because, yeah. like, I had this. I'll tell you the story about my mom. This is a. By the way, this is a, a terrible story. Her it's best so friend awful. in the whole world. Well, I don't know. She's going to Rome or something. She says to my mom, "Can you watch my my dog when I'm out of town?" This is one of those little tiny lap dogs, but the dog, you know, is like 17 or something, you know. And uh, my mom says, "Sure, I'll I'll watch your dog for you, Frida. That'll be great." And uh, so she agrees to watch the dog, and. Frida says, but listen, the one thing you can't do is let this dog anywhere near the pool because the dog's, like, blind at this point. Don't let the dog into the pool. That's, like, the number one. That's the cardinal rule. That is the golden rule here. Dog can't be near the pool. And so she's doing her friend a favor, and um, my mom lets the dog out to go pee, and I don't know what happened. That dog got in that pool and didn't make it. Oh, my gosh. And what's, what do you do in that situation? Do you call your friend on vacation and say, like, if you're in Rome or something— and you're only halfway through. Do you want to hear that news, or do you want to just be told when you get back? What did she decide to do? Didn't say anything <laughs> until I, she got back. I mean, I think I think that's the right call. Let Pretty her, rough. Let her enjoy your vacation. What good does it do to... Uh... Right. And so I'm kind of, like, freaked out by that whole story because, you know, pets are an important part of a family, and I've got this responsibility. And at what point, if something happens to this cat I'm watching, do I call my neighbor while they're on vacation and... Do I, I guess the rule is don't tell them anything until they get back if, if something bad like that happens, right? What would you, you got a dog you love, Daniel. Let's say somebody's watching Fenton, something bad happens. Do you want to know on your vacation? Because in a way you kind of do. Probably not. My dog, uh, my dog stays at Woodland West Pet Resort, and they're really good about if any kind of situation happens, they'll call you and let you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, once they called me, and I almost had a sheer panic attack when I answered because they're like, hey, it's Woodland West Pet Resort. Uh, is you, are you Fenton's owner? And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happened? And I was like, yeah. They're like, well, just to let you know he jumped the fence. <laughs> he jumped and the I fence? I thought they were going to let me know. He, yeah, he jumped like a six-foot fence. I thought they were going to let me know he jumped the fence and escaped and he was gone. But what they were just letting me know is, hey, he jumped the fence. And they were just making me aware that he could jump a giant fence. Wow. But for a second there, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Maybe we don't want that call. But anyway, wish me luck because this cat is like another 15-year-old cat. So hopefully I don't blow this. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Tulsa's looking for people to work some summer jobs. These are kind of fun jobs. Uh, Did you work a summer job, Daniel, or are you just a Dairy Queen the whole time? Well, I mean, I was Dairy Queen year-round, so I don't know what, a, what is a summer job. <laughs> like a you... seasonal job where you go work at the pool. Oh, you know? no, God, no. You know, no. you run the uh, icy stand or whatever. Well, Tulsa's looking for folks. They they needed 50 people last year. They could only get 25 to come. So they're, like, really looking. They're raising the uh, the hourly wage. It's like 11 bucks an hour. Not, not bad. I mean, for a summer gig, uh, you know, if I was a teenager and made $11 an hour, I would have been the richest dude I knew. Uh, my summer gig was pushing carts at a grocery store at the beach, and I got so jealous of my other friends that got to work at the go-kart track or they got to go, you know, like, be a lifeguard or something like that. But uh, Tulsa's looking, man. They got these pools around here, and they say, look, you know, when the summer comes, we need extra staff. And so what a good gig that was. I would not recommend pushing carts in the summer. 
I mean, lifeguard sounds like a great idea, but uh, I don't know if you've been through a summer here or not. You basically just roast in the sun all day for uh But a lot of people like that. I mean, you get that golden tan. You get paid to get a suntan. Now, it is a serious job because, you know, eventually you might have to perform and, you know, save a life. But outside of that, you're kind of just hanging, right, with that whistle in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And they give you 11 bucks an hour to do it. Not a bad gig, I wouldn't think. Are you, are you thinking about doing it? No, because <laughs> I saw my body once, and uh, I don't think I'd make it as a lifeguard. <laughs> you know, they all well, But fit. I think, though, Tig, with you in that body of yours, if uh, people were thinking about being, you know, haphazardly in the pool, they're going to they're gonna take great care to not have to have you jump down there and get them. Yes. Or if I jumped in, they could hold on to me like a raft. That's true. Or if you jumped in, all the water would go out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> pandemic weight <laughs> so if you uh if you're looking for something or you know there's probably some parents out there that are like you know you need to get a job buster there's no excuse because they're looking for people in fact they like i said they didn't even fill up all the positions they were looking for last time around so just go to city of tulsa you know i'm not going to give you the website just google you know how to get there do we have to explain that i don't think so all right it's 6:43 with Tiger Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, a lot of people came to see John Party at the River Spirit Casino. Uh, what a great performer he is, obviously. Been up since the crack of dawn, just trying to get paid. And today we're waking up like an hour earlier than normal. I understand that uh, after the show, John Party went out to the craps table at River Spirit for a little bit. That's what I heard. He went gambling. Good for him. But you do this thing, Daniel, that when we go out and we are officially at work because we have a table set up and we're giving away things and we're beating people, you do this thing that I'm going to kill you if you keep doing this. And um, what Daniel does is, you know, I know people listen to the show, but there's people who have no idea who we are, too. And Daniel will walk up to random strangers and go, hey, would you like a picture with Tig? And they don't know what you're talking about. And it puts me in this weird position where <laughs> I hate it. I remember the very first time I did that. We were just starting in radio and uh, we were some kind of thing for school teachers. Yeah. And Tig's a single guy, you know, it was a long, long time ago. And uh, Tig was standing there and I, I told the lady, I was like, hey, look, look at this. It's, it's Tig. And she goes... What, am I supposed to be impressed? She was so mean to you for no reason. Right. So what it, it sets up a sort of dynamic where you're making me out to be some some person that likes all this attention or some star. And people are like, I don't even know who that is. Why would I want a picture with him? And then we have to go through this little dance where I go, you know, it's just uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, River Spirit, we were doing this, and uh, I kept saying to people, hey, would you like a picture of Tig? And... Uh, and they were like, no, I, you know, I'm not really, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a picture. And I was like, well, that's okay. You don't, you know, you don't have to be in it. I'll just take it for you of Tig. <laughs> I was trying to convince people, just let me get their phones and take idiot. a picture of just you, not even right. with them, just you standing there. Yeah. And you do this because you know, it makes me, my skin crawl. And once, when you have a buddy in life, once they find out you don't like something for whatever reason, I don't know guys operate like this. They will just do it mercilessly and relentlessly. To drive you crazy. Your in-laws are in town. We were at this sputter on Friday night, and I was so tempted to go back into the kitchen and ask. <laughs> you know, it's it's like Friday night. You know they're busy. To be like, hey, hey, anybody want to, you know, want a picture with Tig before he gets out of here? And I would have killed you. I mean, dude, 
It's so uncomfortable. It's not only uncomfortable for me, it's uncomfortable for them because they kind of like have to shoot you down, but they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings at once. But it's all about Daniel, isn't it? Well, do you, remember, you, that, enjoy do you remember that one event where uh, that group of girls came up to me and said, hey, how about a picture? And I was very honored yeah. that uh, they wanted to photograph with me. But no, it turns out they wanted me to take the picture. <laughs> and I got amongst the group of them and all that. And then they're like, no, 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 that's not what we meant. They wanted me to yeah. take the photograph, not be in it. And I mm-hmm. was humiliated. And so since you know that humiliation, you like to continually... Put me through that. Well, you don't do yourself any favors. You just uh, you just kind of like, oh. <laughs> what am I supposed to I do? I don't know. You got to do something other than what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, not, you know, not the best prank. So I thought a good friend wouldn't do that to me. But uh, anytime we're out, apparently uh, pictures with Tiger, not we, only free, they're encouraged by Daniel. We, we have a flight coming up, and I'm thinking about asking the flight attendant oh, to buddy. ask the captains if uh, they would like a <laughs> Photograph with Tig before. Uh... <laughs> Those guys are pre-flighting. They don't want to come out and do a, a picture with me. They wouldn't even know. Do you think if I tell the flight attendant, like, hey, Ty, just let the pilots know Tig Rogers is on the aircraft and he's available for a picture really quick if you got a second? Do you think they would uh, humor you or do you think they're not telling the pilot that while they're pre-flighting? Well, first off, these, these flight crews, they're probably based out of a city that's not Tulsa, right? Mm-hmm. So first off, they have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Well, right. But then would they feel the need to humor you just in case you're some type of celebrity that they just <laughs> haven't heard of? We, <laughs> we, we know this guy in radio that nobody really knows. And he got on a plane once and told everybody who he was. This is a true story. I, now. I, don't, I don't mind saying who it is. The guy's name is Sean Parr, and he's on radio stations, you know, like does nights or something all throughout the country like Tig and I used to do. And once they got him to uh, be the voice of the ACMs. And when I say the voice, that doesn't mean he hosted or anything like that. It's like uh, coming up, right. Dirk Bentley, Luke Combs, all the ACM awards. Like, it's just a little thing on television. You don't see his face. You just hear that going to commercial. Right. And this ding-dong then gets on a flight the next day, and they somehow let him get on that speaker on that flight, you know, the telephone thing they talk into, and he goes, hey, if my voice sounds familiar, it's because it is. I was the voice of the ACMs, and those people could have gave a rat's A. They did not. And it, it just, he just looks, it was so cringy. It was like I heard you for four seconds one time on a television station. And you know how it is when you're getting onto a plane, it's already stressful. You don't want some ding-dong, some radio dork to get up there yeah. and say, hey, Ooh. hey, if, if if my voice sounds familiar, it's because it is. My voice sounds familiar. Ooh. Oh, my what God. I, and then they pan, God. you know, they, they pan him doing it, and then they pan the camera around. And the audience, I mean, the people on the plane, the captives, I should say, they didn't, they, did, they couldn't have cared less. And then what did he expect, a round of applause or something? <laughs> I know, like, so ridiculous. <laughs> my, voice, the, the yeah, my, my voice, my voice sounds is familiar. familiar. It's because it is. Get out of here with <laughs> it that. It is because I'm famous. All right. Even though you never heard of me. <laughs> well, is there, though, somebody yeah. that has, like, a voice that you would like to meet? Like, I would like to meet the voice of Siri. Oh, uh, that would, I like the, uh, I saw a video of that guy who says, you've got mail. I was fascinated by that. You know, I might like AOL? to meet him. I might like to meet, you know, if you go to New York City, that, that thing that comes over the subway that says, please stand clear of the closing doors. Yeah. Those are some voices that people would know. Right. Not the guy that two years ago did the <laughs> yeah. intro to the ACM Awards. Yeah, I do recognize that voice. That's crazy. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, Daniel, guess what we got coming up?
Oh, we got a couple of things coming up. Uh, I wait need to a remind second. you of one that I haven't even told you about yet. But also uh, the Tiger Daniel speaker. We before, thought we'd give one of those away. Before you say another word, do you recognize my voice? If it sounds familiar. Because <laughs> it is. Uh, we got a Tiger Daniel speaker coming up in 10 minutes on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Uh, life is so full of surprises, I guess. You didn't know that you had a chance to win a Tiger Daniel canned ham when you woke up this morning. And also we're throwing in that Tiger Daniel speaker to play our game today. Missy is with us. Good morning, Missy. What city do you live in? Oshalada. Right here in Oklahoma. All right, Daniel, what are we going to yeah. play today? Uh, today, Tig, the game is called It'll Never Catch On. These are uh, things that turn out to be very successful, but at the beginning, people all doubted it. They said, ah, oh, this is never going to work. So, Missy, I've got some of these here. Get enough of these right, and you're going to win that canned ham and the speaker. Okay. <laughs> She's so excited. A She's dream like, oh, come right. true for Missy. I'm up. still tired. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't blame you. Time change thing. Yeah. Well, this will help wake you up. Uh, Missy, Dick Van Dyke turned down the hosting gig for the original version of this game show. He said no one would watch four people guess how much products cost. Cue the losing horns oh. and, and come on down. Oh, my goodness. I'm... Oh, what is the name of it? Oh, my gosh. So did Bob Barker get the gig because Bob Barker Van Dyke turned it down? Did it. Price uh, is right. Yes. Drew Carey did it. The Price is Right. You're off to a great start. Up next, during construction, it was known as Walt's Folly, and its opening day was dubbed Walt's Nightmare. Things would turn around soon in Anaheim and Florida. Uh, I have been Walt Disney. Walt Disney is correct. John Stewart marked the I uh, mocked, excuse me, John Stewart mocked the idea of a hip hop musical based on American history on The Daily Show. Even though its own creator didn't think it would last, he didn't throw away his shot. Hip-hop musical. Um, based on American history. Wildly popular. Uh, I have no, no idea. It's a play that people went to. Yeah, it's a play. It's a hip-hop version of uh, a guy in American history. I... Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Streams, Can you help me out? <laughs> streams on Disney Plus. People and in, in choir and groups all over the country love to sing these songs. Help her out, Tug. Is it Hamilton? It's Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I would never have gotten that. You haven't heard of Hamilton? No, I guess not. Hmm. Mattel initially turned down the opportunity to make toys for this movie, saying they wouldn't be distinguishable from other dinosaur to dinosaur toys. TV show. No, no, no. Movie. Uh, Mattel initially turned down the opportunity to make toys for this movie, saying they wouldn't be distinguishable from other dinosaur toys. Um, so this would be a movie Jurassic with Park? This would be a movie yeah, with toys. Jurassic, yes, yeah. Jurassic Park. Right. And finally, no studio wanted to make this time travel classic because they believed the humor wasn't raunchy enough, or in Disney's case, too raunchy. It's a guy that goes oh. back in time and his mom kind of gets a crush on him. Back in time. Oh. Um, back to the Future. Back to the Future is correct. And with that, Missy, uh, dreams do come true. <laughs> 
You've won yourself a Tiger Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker and a Tiger Daniel canned ham. All right. What are you going to do with that? Throw it in the trash right away or will y'all eat it? No, we're going to take it on vacation with us. <laughs> Ooh. Up there to Branson. She's going to Branson, Branson and yeah. uh, they're going to get out of the car smelling of Tiger Daniel canned ham. It should be a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening, Missy, and I hope you have a great time at Branson. Thanks. On a spring break, this is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Last week we had a call to, if you heard it, it kind of touched our hearts, certainly. We heard from a, a listener named JT, and he wasn't calling to win tickets. He wasn't calling. He just wanted to give his wife a shout-out because he's been battling cancer. And he just said, I just want to shout out my wife because, you know, when you have a family member battling cancer, their lives are up into two. I mean, they got to figure out how to get to work. They got to figure out how to take care of you. And all he wanted to do was call. And this is the call here from a listener, JT. I just want to give a shout out to my wife, Christy Greer. She's done a lot for us. She's been, uh, she went back to work after I got diagnosed with cancer. So I just want to say I love you, babe. And thank you for all you do. Now we thought you might thank be in the you. we thought you might be in the doghouse with Christy since you were giving her a shout out, but she's uh, taking care of you. You got diagnosed with cancer. Are you doing all right? Uh, I'm making it. Yeah, the last couple of years have been real rough. I uh, got diagnosed with polycythemia vera, and then diagnosed with MS, and had four spinal surgeries. And she got up and went back to work, and been taking care of me and our two boys. Oh man, how so old are your she's boys? She's really been there for us. I got a nine-year-old and eleven-year-old. Oh man, that's a fun time, I bet. Oh, it is. We we have great times. And so you're uh, you're you're doing okay. You're getting around all right. Yeah, with her help. <laughs> yeah, I, I get around. I'll tell you what. Send uh, send Tig and I a message on our Facebook page, Tig and Daniel, T I G E and Daniel. If we ever have any extra tickets, we'll uh, we'll think of you and try to get you and Christy a night out. Oh, that would be awesome. I will do. Will do. You're staying positive, and I think a good lesson that we should all take away from this, you don't take your good health for granted. Am I right? Amen to that. Amen to that. All yes. Right. Well, send us that message, man, and we'll uh, we'll send you and uh, her to a show, maybe to dinner or something like that. Awesome. Okay, will do. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, oh, you're man. welcome, man. See you. So you heard that last week, and uh, guess what happened, Daniel? The folks at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, they heard that, and they uh, they reached out and said, uh, maybe we can do something. Isn't that cool? That's very generous, yes. And with us this morning, Brian from the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Good morning, Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Man, we're doing great. And you, you heard that call about JT, and um, you decided you guys wanted to do something special for him. Well, you know, it, it it's it's something that we can do, and it's something that we want to do. And, and just this, it just seems like, like the right thing. And um, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to toss in uh, dinner for two to McGill's on 19 and uh, an overnight stay here at uh, the Hard Rock Hotel. And um, and we definitely want to make sure that he has tickets to. Uh, oh, man. To, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I think JT is going to be blown away because he called and he he wasn't calling for tickets. He was calling. He just wanted to give a shout out to his wife. They've had such a hard time. And it certainly made Tig and I start thinking about, man, you know, if you have good health. You should really appreciate that because it's not always the case sometimes. Let's make the night count for them. That sounds like a good time. And I was kind of thinking, like, he shouted out his wife. I mean, she she would enjoy this, too. I mean, in fact, I'm sure that he's glad that she gets a little bit of a, 
a fun night out at the Hard Rock, and it was really generous of you guys to uh, to come in and do dinner and a hotel and tickets to see Carly Pierce. Uh, well, Matt, shout out tickets to, to the ACM female entertainer. Yeah, that's right. She won the award. So Brian is yeah, super ACM, cool. The CMAs. She's been uh, she's been on fire lately. We're excited to have her, and um, it's it's just great to be able to take care of someone like this when you can, and, and knowing that, that what it means to them is going to be. Um, going to be special all right wow so to just recap here the hard rock hotel and casino is going to hook he's going through cancer jt his wife's been taking care of him you guys are going to give him the carly pierce tickets hotel night stay and free dinner that is so awesome and generous of you guys thank you so much for doing that of course of course and thank you guys for working with us and in, in, in helping us put things together this is so nice of you well, we love your place, and uh, thank you so much for the call and the time and everything you're doing for the family. Thanks, guys. A song, man, from Carl Swindell and Lainey Wilson. Hey, Ty Godino, moments ago you might have heard us say that um, we had a caller last week named JT, and he all he wanted to do was shout out his wife because he's been going through this cancer treatment and um, how difficult that is on a spouse. And she still goes to work, and they got kids, and, and so it takes a, a toll on the whole family. And you might have heard earlier that uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino heard his story and said, let's let's take them out for a night. So they're putting them up in the hotel at the Hard Rock. They're going to send them to Carly Pierce. Also uh, going to give them dinner for two at McGill's on 19, which is a very good restaurant. Uh, a great staycation. Yes. And so we wanted to call JT and let him know what happened, how generous the Hard Rock has been through this, and uh, see how he feels about that. Nice day. Hey, JT, what's up? Ty Gandano. Hey, I just, I was just listening to the radio. I'm like crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were going to call and surprise you, but Daniel, we made a mistake. We put it on the air and he listens to the show. But to recap here, JT, you called us last week. You wanted to give your wife a shout out. Tell us her name again so everybody knows. Uh, Christy Greer. Christy Greer has been taking care of you because you've been battling cancer, MS, and, you know, that takes a toll on her, I'm sure. And we wanted to call and let you know. But you already heard that the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Daniel, they're doing some really nice things for the family. Uh, well, so, JT, as you just heard, uh, Brian called us up. He, they're going to hook you up with tickets to see Carly Pierce, two tickets. And then you're going to have uh, dinner that night at McGill's on 19. And they're going to put you up overnight over there. So be a nice little uh, getaway for you, too. Well, that's awesome. All that is uh, amazing. It's so amazing. And my wife really deserves this. I mean... It just means world, because I've been going through it pretty hard. But people don't understand the spouse of the people who are going through it. They have to deal with it just as much. Those late nights where I'm up crying in pain and puking because of when I was going through chemo treatments and stuff like that. You know, she's the one who held my hand. She's the one who was right there. You know. Um, it's not always pretty either. You know, there's a lot of gross stuff that goes into you know, all this surgeries and stuff. I mean, I've had multitude of surgeries and she's always been right there. And so just to be able to give this to her, cause you know, she gets up no matter how late she's been up at night, she gets up and goes to work the next morning with a smile on her face. And I don't know how she does it, but she does. That's beautiful, man, that you have somebody in your life like that. And uh, this is just as much for her 
as it is for you. It sounds like that you guys get a night at the Hard Rock and we'll see Carly Pierce and dinner and everything's taken care of. No worries that now, night. JT, you're very lucky. Tig's wife can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Oh, I wanted to tell you, Daniel, uh, my son, my youngest son, his name's Daniel. So every time you guys go, Tig and Daniel in the morning, he goes, that's me. <laughs> so I'm clearly his favorite. Also, didn't you come out of the radio station yeah. and get, uh, you got the, the Tig and Daniel canned ham too. So maybe you guys could enjoy yeah. that have a romantic uh, can ham in the room after the show. Yeah, I'll just I'll just smother it on me and never mind. Okay, <laughs> right, okay how do you, you take a prize back from somebody? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to give you that ham. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they also gave us some of your jellies and my son a little bull, so uh, it was pretty cool when we went out there. Wow, look at that. So you're going to have the whole smorgasbord of things you can do in uh, yeah. the Hard Rock. They're going to be sick of uh, Tig and Daniel yeah. by the time this is over yeah. with. Well, man, I also appreciate you sharing your story. I think a lot of us, we have hard days, but you kind of put things in perspective for us. It's like, you know, somebody like JT is really going through a tough time. And uh, I appreciate you sharing your story. Your wife sounds totally incredible. And I hope that you guys take advantage of this and just have a great night out and not think about the rest of it. Just enjoy yourselves for a night. All right. Thank you guys so much. He's uh, making his way to town alongside Thomas Red. It's Parker McCollum. 98.5 The Bull later this year. It's time now for Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tag. Everybody, it's a little groggy today. Did you see about uh, daylight savings time? And uh, only about 25% of people like us to go back and forth. Everybody, mostly 75% of us, wants us to leave it the same. And uh, did you know that back in the day that Nixon tried to leave it the same year round, but they had one big complaint? And that was that kids were having to wait at the bus stop in the dark. Yeah, because if we didn't move the clocks the next time around, yeah, they would be complete pitch black at 7 in the morning waiting on buses and stuff. And that adds a element of danger to pedestrians and cars and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I so, can see that. So here it is. How is have, have you felt like super tired? I know a lot of people have called this morning and said, yeah, they're still struggling pretty are we hard. T- are we like, I think we're assigning blame to the time change when it's just a Monday, right? Like, everybody's kind of like, ah, Monday. But, uh, no, I don't feel particular. I feel terrible every day. Okay, good. <laughs> well, that's good news. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. Also, did you see this? That, uh, Daniel, you appeared on the show called Nashville, ABC television. And that was kind of cool because they called and said, hey, would you like to come on the show? And you did. And you actually had a speaking part, and now it looks like here in town, I'll play this from News on 6. Uh, if you want to be alongside Sylvester Stallone as they film this new show here, they're looking for you. Oh, boy. I messed up the audio there. <laughs> first, it's first year. It's not first day. It's the first, time change. No, we've it's, only, yeah, we've it's, only been doing this a year the now. The time change is getting me. But, yeah, they're looking for extras, and you can make like 100 bucks a day. But the problem is, here you Looking go. for extras in Sylvester Stallone's new TV show, The Tulsa King. Stallone plays a mafia guy who gets out of prison after 25 years. Then he gets sent to Tulsa to set up shop. Well, the production company is looking for people to play in a number of roles when filming begins in Tulsa in two weeks. You can find a link to apply for those positions in this story at newson6.com. So I went to that link, and it's pretty cool. Actually, they're looking for particular people. Like, they'll be like, we need a skinny guy, and you're going to be a priest and we need this and that and that and that so if you match the description you can apply and maybe you'll get the gig how awkward would it be to be a casting director if you needed like a you know like ugly person 
We need a really moly person. Lots of <laughs> yeah. moles. Right. You know, they have to do that sometime. They have to be like, you know, we just need a really fat person. And then, I mean, it's got to be heartbreaking. You got to find out that you meet the requirements of that role, that it's not especially complimentary, right? Did you think that were they looking for a... They, they said we're looking for a sickly man that's gained weight in his 40s. And I'm like, that's me. Oh, that was very specific. They must have saw your billboard. We should try to get on that show, Tug. I mean. We could, and it'd be good for us. It'd be good for them because we're obviously great actors. But they're looking for you if you're. Uh, we could be ever, janitors or something in the background. Could be. If you uh, ever wanted to see yourself on television, newson6.com has got the link there as uh, they're looking for folks to be in that Sylvester Stallone TV show. Also, did you see this? Tom Brady. What, what is going on with this guy? He says, I'm retiring. Here's from News on 16. Two weeks after he announced his retirement from football, tonight Tom Brady took to social media to say he's coming back to Tampa. Brady saying these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. Yeah, but when he retired, he said he was doing it because he hadn't seen his family in forever and he wanted to spend more time with them. Well, he didn't say much, how much time. Yeah, he's like, I got a month of that. I'm done. Uh, I, did you see also, Tig, that there was a guy that spent more than $500,000 on Tom Brady's last touchdown ball <laughs> just oh, hours, hours before he came out of retirement? So that ball is going to be worthless because... I mean, it's not going to be worthless, but... What do you mean it's not going to be worthless? I mean, it'll be worth a little bit, but now, I mean, the guy, obviously, Tom Brady's going to throw a touchdown eventually. I see in the story, it says now that it's most likely not Tom's last touchdown ball anymore, that ball is probably never going to be worth even close to that. 500 grand, yeah. He might get a couple thousand now. I mean, that was, oof, brutal. Not but a I'm very just, good investment. I'm wondering how his family feels, because he said, you know, I want to spend time with my family, and then he goes back to football. You know, probably he thought... um, Wait a second. All I got to do is play football, and y'all pay me like $30 million? Like, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. I think I might try to do that. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Yes, I am. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel Walker Hayes. Good morning, Daniel. Now, I got to tell you, Tyg, this is the first city we've lived in with raising canes, chicken tenders. Mm -hmm. I love chicken tenders. Love that sauce they have for them. Only one small complaint if the folks at Raising Cane are listening. Oh, okay. Whenever I pull up through the drive-thru, they always go, hey, 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 who wants some chicken today? It makes <laughs> they, me so uncomfortable. They do? Yeah, man. I, I hadn't been there. Wow, I didn't know they did all that carrying on. I mean, it's not, you know, I think it's an issue that I, I think the issue lies more with me. Well, other restaurants do that. Like, there's a place called Moe's in some parts of the country, and they go, oh, welcome to Moe's. They yell at you when you oh, walk when in. Oh, when you walk in, everybody's like, welcome to Moe's. Yeah. I didn't know they put you on the spot like that at Raising Cane's, though. I mean, why not just go, hey, uh, obviously you're here for chicken. You're just, just like, hey, can I take your order? But, you know, I, I don't I don't dislike that because at least they pay attention to you. Have you ever gone to a gas station or something and or, or like a fast food restaurant, better example, and I walked up the counter and they don't say anything to me. They just look at me. But, Ty, you have this thing where you think just because you walk in, they're supposed to roll out the red carpet for you. No, yeah. that's not true. If I walk into, let's say, XYZ burger joint, fast food joint, and I walk up to the counter, shouldn't they say, hey, could I take your order? They just look at me. And I go, I go, sometimes I'll get smart with them. I'm like, 
Are you going to say anything? So you do a thing like uh, like in Goodwill Hunting, you just walk up and whoever speaks first? Yeah, it's almost like a standoff. I don't like it how you go to a place and they barely acknowledge your existence, like you're irritating them. Well, I've worked, uh, I worked fast food many years. I worked at Dairy Queen, and uh, let me tell you this. It ain't no windfall. Oh, I know. Dairy Queen. They're not, you know, they're not necessarily excited that you came in. It's not, well, it's not even that. It's human decency. Like, you know, say hello. How are you? Then, dude, here's the decent thing for you to do as a customer. Okay. Walk in. When they make eye contact or whatever, just give the order. They well, don't have to jump through hoops for you. Who are you? You're not Gordon Ramsay. Yesterday, I tried my best because I went to a place. I won't say the place, but it's here in Tulsa. They're all over the place. It's not a gas station. And I go in, and it's like an emergency run. I had to just get half and half, so I just went to this little place. And I go in there, and the lady says, not a word to me. And I put the thing on the belt and everything. And so I said, I'm going to take the other approach. Normally, I'd be smart here. And I go, hey, how was your day going today? Like, and I was actually genuine. Yeah. You, what, you expected that, that, that she should have said that to you? Kind of. Like, you know, if I go to a place and I'm spending money, shouldn't they say, hey, welcome or something? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I start the conversation. And, uh, and I, I'm probably a terrible person for this. And she liked that I had said, hey, how are you today? And then she went into a whole diatribe about how her whole day had gone. Mm-hmm. Here's when she woke up. Here's what time she had to get to work. And I'm just trying to buy half and half. And this this turned into, like, it should have just been scanned and I paid for if it. It turned into a big deal. That's your fault. You, uh, well, you want it. You want somebody to throw you a ticker tape break because you come in to buy half and half? <laughs> like the Great Depression's over because you came in and spent a dollar on half and half? I know, but, uh, you know, so it's like I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Because I don't like it when I, they don't talk to me, but if I start talking to them and they go into this, like, long spiel, then I'm also regretful. I just don't know why you think if you walk into a place, they need to, you know, treat you like Jesus on Palm Sunday and lay down they don't. palm, <laughs> you know, sprigs or whatever for you to, to walk on. Do you like it when you go into a place and they act like they don't want you there? I don't care. Oh. But, you know, but I've been a bit hypocritical because when I went through Raising Cane's and they say, hey, 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 would you you'd like some chicken today? That's right. And then sometimes I feel the shame because I'll get that Caniac combo. Mm. <laughs> That's way too much food. What am I doing? <laughs> it's like I'm ashamed. They need to also be ashamed of yeah, them. They there. don't need to greet you. They need to get you out of there because you're like, ordering too much food. Right. Like, hey, 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 maybe, no, do a reasonable amount of food today. Not <laughs> Hey, 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 lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. Even hey, 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 that makes me sound like Fat Albert. <laughs>